All right. Welcome to the Cypher podcast. This podcast covers cybersecurity news, trends, and concepts. My name is Bill Bowman, and I'm the marketing director for Cypher in North America. So in this episode, we're going to look at a, we're going to cover a recap of the year 2021 in cybersecurity. Uh, joining me today is marketing specialist and partner manager, Fiona Masagi from Cypher. How are you doing today, Fiona? Hey, Bill. I am doing great. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Great, great. So we're going to cover the top trends and stories from 2021 in the world of cybersecurity and related topics. So to kick things off, we're going to look at the most impactful and the most um, headline-grabbing cyber attacks from the year. And to, to help structure this conversation a little bit, we're going to reference Google search trends, which track and show reports on the search volume for different topics. And we can, we can see if you follow along with our accompanying blog, where things are spiking and where, where people are really um, searching and where people are interested in. So Fiona, what, what's first on the list of, of cyber attacks from the year that we're going to cover? So let's see. So first on the list, um, let's go and attack SolarWinds. Sure. So let's look at the SolarWinds attack. So at the end of 2020, the SolarWinds platform was hacked likely by a Russian group. And that really that compromised thousands of organizations. Many of those were in the government. And so that's noteworthy that so many government agencies were impacted by that in the U.S. and abroad. Um, the perpetrator for this attack was likely the Russian government or a Russian government-supported organizations. And unlike some other attacks that that we're going to cover, money or ransom was not the objective for the attacking group. So the information that they took is the ramifications were, were still playing out. And, uh, you know, looking at how it played out on the Google search, Google search trends, we can see it really peaked in early, early in the early in January. That was when uh, everyone was searching for it. Everyone was talking about this, this breach and this attack. And, and then we kind of see it falling off. So that kicked off the year, a busy, a busy year, 2021, in, uh, in terms of cyber incidents, cyber attacks. So, yeah, let's, uh, so we're, what, what's next on a, the top three of, of cyber attacks, cyber headline-grabbing stories for the year, Fiona? Uh, let's see. So let's go a little bit later down the line. Around May, uh, we had the Colonial Pipeline issue, which I'm sure everyone, everyone remembers. Definitely. I remember seeing the gas stations in, in, in Miami. People were filling up with gas and then they, they ran out. So right. uh, yeah, a little, a little background behind this uh, to, to kind of give a recap, you know, on May 7th, the colonial pipeline fell victim to a cyber attack. Shortly after the attack, the company actually paid the ransom to the, uh, the group responsible, which was the Russian hacking group known as dark side. Um, looking at how the attack occurred, it likely started with the phishing email uh, which which Colonial Pipeline fell victim to. And then next in the chain of events was a ransomware. And then we can kind of, the story was widely covered, but just to give a recap, in order to contain the attack, the company, they shut down their operations until May 12th of 2021. So quite a few days they were, they were shut down. And during that time, you know, the media reports surrounding the attack began to, began to spread. And there were, there were massive runs on gas stations as people feared they would be without gas. So it's interesting that even areas without reliance on the actual pipeline reported shortages 
from the panic and this this attack and this incident really underscored the convergence and the the interrelation between the digital world of hacking and, and cybersecurity and the physical world and the critical infrastructure that everyone relies on. So, yeah, just to, to recap, it looks the, the FBI and uh, Colonial Pipeline ended up paying 75 bitcoins, around five million dollars to to the to the attackers, and that's that the ramifications of payments made to these criminal groups and what we can do to stop these you know criminal criminal hacking groups that's been a, a storyline throughout the year as far as what's the government responses to it and that's something that came into play in this um next of the the most noteworthy attacks of the year which uh what's what do we got next fiona let's see what we have next so moving down the line in july uh we had a supply chain uh, style attack yeah from from kasaya so in, in july of 2021 like you said another supply chain style hack occurred so this is when a, a organization, in this case with Gasaya and with SolarWinds, a software company, their software was in thousands of different organizations. And if that software can be compromised, then the organizations that rely on that software are also compromised. So that's the, the term for, for supply chain attack. So in the case of Kasaya or Kaseya, uh, hundreds of managed service providers were compromised. They had the Revel ransomware dropped into systems through Kasaya's desktop management software. And um, looking at how this one kind of wrapped up, and this this occurred in, like you said, in, in July, so shortly after Colonial Pipeline, um, the attackers initially asked for $70 million in a ransomware payment to release a universal decryptor, and eventually it was released. But um, this attack especially led to some really, really strong comments from President Joe Biden and the government to, to Vladimir Putin and the Russians, since the, the group responsible for the attack was likely a Russian group. And this group, they went offline a few weeks after the attack because of all the heat, because of all the things going on. But many suspect that the members might rebrand and form another um, ransomware group in the future. And then flash forward to November of uh, 2021, the Department of Justice indicted some people related to the attack, some Ukrainian nationals. So that's uh, it's been a, a busy year in terms of of uh, cyber incidents. And we at Cypher, we we cover those nearly every day on our social media channels. So we uh, we looked at what stories received the most clicks for 2021 and, and Fiona is going to talk a little bit about those. Yeah. So let's get into, uh, we have a couple top stories here, uh, from the rest from the year. So starting off in, let's see, starting off on April 8th. Um, so there were some threat actors that were using some unpatched VPNs, uh, and they use this to be able to gain access to different companies, networks, uh, which also infected targets with ransomware. And moving down the list uh, to June 24th, um, there were some, some phishing emails that were being sent out that was basically letting people know that there was a free trial subscription that they had subscribed to <laughs> that was going to be over. And uh, they were urging, the attackers were urging them to uh, be able to call a phone number that you can cancel your quote unquote subscription to uh, before you get hit with some monthly fees. Um, yeah, those the, the phishing emails and the this year definitely continued. I, every almost every day, almost every week, I get a 
email saying a package has arrived or yep. you're eligible for this award and uh, they, they continue to be be uh, evolving right so it's interesting yeah. that was one of the top stories that people were interested in this year yeah i mean even you know even towards the holiday season as well you know we see a lot of um fake ups or usps kind of emails saying oh your package is here come pick it up or you know please pay this amount that you you know so we can be able to send your package to you it's you know phishing emails are 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 the worst especially around the the holiday times as well <laughs> uh so let's see so moving on so uh in august uh august 25th um there was a global consulting firm uh, called accenture and it was also infected with a lockbit 2.0 ransomware and let's see, uh, on October 7th, we had, uh, so there's an Amazon-owned gaming platform called Twitch, which some of you may be familiar with. Uh, and it actually ended up suffering a data breach that uh, was, that experts have called a highly targeted attack. Um, I don't know if, if, if you have any more on that, Bill, if you remember that Twitch incident. Yeah, no, that, that, was, a, that was a big one, because Twitch is a popular, a popular platform. It seems like you know, the breaches kept kept coming this year, um, personal information being leaked and, uh, you know, companies having to deal with the consequences of that and the people whose information being breached have to deal with the the, the negativities associated with uh, with these incidents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, so our fourth or fourth uh, top story is going to be uh, we had some threat actors that were using some unpatched VPNs to gain access to company networks uh, and then infect these targets with ransomware. And our last one, which was the most recent one that happened on November 9th, um, Robinhood says that a hacker had talked their way past the stock's trading app's defenses, um, and it actually stole millions of users' uh, email addresses, bank card information, and more. Uh, and, you know, Robinhood right, is a broker-dealer app that allows, you know, users to trade stocks and is huge. So that definitely took a, took a tumble on their, on their name there. Yeah, and that one, another example of, of, of social engineering being, you know, one of the primary methods that the, the threat actors can use to get to get past the defenses. That's with Robin Hood. I remember possibly in 2020 at the Twitter, you know, impersonating insiders, impersonating tech support and other other methods of uh, social engineering really have uh, resulted in a lot of attacks occurring. So. Yeah, that's 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 great stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Fiona. Yeah, not a problem. So let's see. So so moving on, I know that, you know, uh, ciphers, you know, we uh, have done a couple popular cipher blogs as well. Um, and uh, the most popular one that we've had gone out on top was one of them being ciphers blog that was garnering nearly a million views in 2021. Um, Bill, you want to go over what some of the, the top blog posts that came out for this year? Yes, yes, I will. So like you mentioned, our, our, the cypher.com slash blog, we release new content on there, and then we can track and see which uh, the articles are getting the most views. So coming in at number one on the list of most popular cypher blogs for 2021 was a blog on the top 10 personal cybersecurity tips to be aware of. So that, that blog had over 100,000 page views, and uh, the, the contents just included some general tips for individuals to be aware of in order to secure their themselves, including two-factor authentication, using unique passwords or password manager. So that came out at top. 
Uh, the second most popular blog on, uh, on Cypher.com this year was a blog comparing the different countries' cybersecurity posture. So looking at which countries have the, the most skilled cybersecurity practitioners, which countries are the most advanced. And I think that that blog probably ranked pretty high on Google because people are interested as, you know, is Russia hacking, is North Korea hacking. So the, the world of, of geopolitics and hacking and cybersecurity continue to be um, top of mind for, for many, even people outside of the IT uh, space. So looking at number three, that was a blog on the 20 most important data privacy questions you should be asking now. So data privacy continues to be important as, as, as different services evolve. A couple of years ago, we had GDPR, um, CCPA in California has happened. So data privacy and the ramifications of, of data being breached and what people can do about it are top of mind. So this blog looked at some questions related to that. Some of the data privacy questions that you should be asking now as an organization include, are we prepared for a data breach? Have we conducted a privacy impact assessment? Can we measure and demonstrate our compliance with global data privacy regulations? Have we identified and inventoried where our data even is? So all those questions and, and, uh, and about 15 more are on this blog. So a link to the blog and the others we're mentioning, are, again, are, are available on this um, podcast blog, which we're going to be compiling. Number four on the list looked at a blog, a hypothetical kind of exploration of how blockchain could be hacked using uh, a hypothetical concept. So it's interesting this showed up as, as one of our top blogs because blockchain, cryptocurrency, that's, that's where a lot of money is getting made. And pe I guess people are interested in, in how, they can, how they can take advantage of it. So this blog just looked at a hypothetical concept of if you own 51% of the com computing power on a blockchain, then you'll be able to do certain certain items to take advantage of that. It's it's more of a hypothetical than than anything that we've seen in reality, but people are interested in, <laughs> which which makes sense. Then looking at number five was a blog on the must-have skill sets for cybersecurity careers. Again, we can see people want to know about how they can protect themselves, how they can, you know, get get money by hacking. They want to know how they can in increase their, their um, uh, desirability if they're seeking careers in cybersecurity. And, and as we've seen in a lot of different headlines, a lot of different stories, the cybersecurity career field is, is expanding and people are really, uh, really interested in that field. And there's a lot of openings, so a lot of opportunities. So that's reflected in that, that blog. So... Uh, yeah, we looked at we looked at the blogs from the past year. We looked at our social media topics. We looked at some of the, the top hacks. Then kind of underlying a lot of that stuff is the different trends in cybersecurity and in technology for 2021. So the number one trend, the number one uh, topic that we, we have seen is uh, cryptocurrency. So in the uh, tax above that we've just we just covered, uh, the ransoms they were they were payable in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. So this year has been a wild ride in terms of cryptocurrency prices and speculation. Looking at the price of Bitcoin in particular, so 2021 started out 
with Bitcoin, a, a single Bitcoin being worth around $30,000. And that was actually one of the highs, but it just kept on going throughout the year, increasing nearly 100% as of, as of this recording to around 60000 per per Bitcoin. So this, uh, this, you know, skyrocketing cryptocurrency valuations and the interest in this has, has uh, really been something, something of note for 2021. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, Dogecoin as well, um, you know, that's another one that has skyrocketed in, in interest and percentage value um, pretty early on in the year. And uh, it's also led to, you know, a lot of uh, different crypto and alternative forms of securities or currencies uh, as a way to, I guess we could say, to get rich quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's, it's quite, the, quite the market. So now that we've talked about cryptocurrency, uh, another trend that has carried over from 2020 to 2021 is the pandemic being COVID. Um, and a result from the pandemic has been uh, remote work, which has been a big topic of this year as well, since almost everyone is, has worked from home, mainly almost everyone has worked from home this uh, at some point from this year. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Fiona. Like like you mentioned, forty five percent of full time U.S. employees work from home either all or part of the time in September of twenty twenty one. So that is that's actually down from around sixty percent at the height of the pandemic. But you know, it still shows that a mass return to the office, you know, for white collar type workers in particular, really has not happened. And so, what is what does the remote work mean for cybersecurity? Well, it's been been covered a lot, but just to underscore it, you know, 54% of IFT professionals uh, believe that remote work poses a greater security w- risk than traditional work, according to um, some research from OpenVPN. So when employees are at home, they have they might do different things on their on their 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 computer that they wouldn't do in the office. Uh, the Wi-Fi connection is it could be could be unknown. There could be different family members using the computer. Really, there's a, a myriad of, of different uh, threats and different uh, activities that could happen in a remote setting compared with a traditional setting. So that that trend carried over for 2021. And then, you know, 2022, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, so, so moving on, uh, you know, I, we looked at some, you know, some top 2021 trends that were going on. Um, now we could dive into some prevention trends for 2021. Cyber partners with many top uh, technology vendors, uh, and we continue to see new interest in ways that people can defend themselves against the many attacks that, you know, we've mentioned and maintain security as the workplace dynamics change. Uh, so I know that two concepts that have continued to grow is uh, secure access, service edge of SASTI, and and zero trust. Yeah, that's right. So you know the SASTI architecture combines several cybersecurity elements and tools. SASTI solutions integrate cloud access security brokers, firewalls of service, and control devices such as software-defined networking and wide area networks. Uh, also, secure web gateway and zero trust network access. So that's kind of that's that's what SASE is. But looking at the the popularity and and how people are are uh, are finding it and what people are searching for, we return back to the Google search trends. So in 2021, the terms related to SASE definitely increased in, in growth. Uh, we can see that SASE definition, people searching for that term, increased by 400 percent in uh, in 2021. What is SASE? What is SASE? 
increased by 110% and sassy meaning also increased by 110%. So a lot of new terms are, are getting introduced into the marketplace and, and cybersecurity practitioners and others, you know, they really want to understand what these mean and how they can, you know, use these concepts and the tools related to the concepts to, to support their uh, cybersecurity. Then we look at zero trust, as mentioned. Zero trust can be manifested in a lot of different cybersecurity use cases. Like SASE, it's a, it's a concept, it's a framework, it's not a specific tool. But, you know, for example, endpoints can run software that employs zero trust concepts. These can block certain actions or processes from happening. And looking at the, the results for zero trust, how it, what, what terms are being searched for the most, we can see what is zero trust security increased by 300%. What is zero trust 250%. Uh, people searching for zero trust architecture, a uh, 90% increase year over year for that. So these terms and the concepts behind them are, are growing as ways to stop ransomware, stop breaches, and uh, the other uh, negativities that we covered before. So for this term and others, looking again at the Google Search Console, where are people searching for them in the country in 2021? Uh, we see Washington D.C. area as being the kind of the, the center, the center of interest in these cybersecurity terms, which makes sense because the U.S. Uh, government is headquartered there, and uh, the government agencies they want to be <laughs> secure, and that's uh, that's the job of of them. So, those terms were our, our two top ones for 2021. In addition to the different uh, frameworks and, and concepts in cybersecurity specifically, we can also see in 2021 that the threats to the, the physical world and the threats in the digital world are increasingly becoming converged. So that is noteworthy because Cypher is a part of ProSegur, which is a global leader in security, not just cybersecurity. Yes. So uh, actually this year we had written a, right a white paper on the topic of convergence of physical and digital risk, along with threats and security as well. Uh, and some of the threats that we had mentioned earlier often blur the lines between physical and the digital world. Um, so taking a holistic view really is key. Um, so ProSegur actually has a new global risk services unit and their CEO, uh, Robert Dodge, said this is said this in the white paper. Uh, the hallmark of effective risk management is how effectively enterprises manage, access, control, both physically and digitally. Today's 21st century sophisticated threats leverage both physical and digital approaches in combination to achieve their goals. Yeah, that's that's great, Fiona. I think that really kind of covers, you know, what what Cipher and what Prosegur are doing in the market, which is taking a holistic view of the threats. You know, seeing if something starts online and if it relates to the physical world, where, where is the intelligence there? Unifying that intelligence, unifying that decision-making, unifying those defenses. So yeah, that was a, a great overview for, for 2021. And uh, yeah, looking ahead to 2022, you know, we expect to unfortunately continue to see, see different breaches happening, see different attacks happening, but at the same time, the defenders, the good guys, we're developing new tools, we're developing new new ways to, to stop them. So with that, anything else to, to share, Fiona? No, nothing else from my end, but uh, thanks for having me on the podcast, Bill. 
Great, great. So for any of our listeners who are interested in Cypher services to include managed security services, please reach out to us via our marketing department, which can be reached at marketing at cypher.com. Thanks. Thanks.